Greetings of peace and strength, dear friends. Blessings to you if you're listening to this and uh, sending your regards and greetings from St. Mary's Episcopal Church in Laguna Beach, 428 Park Avenue. This is Lester McKenzie, a.k.a. Father McKenzie, writing a sermon that no one will hear, but I always hope you come near and I hope that you have a blessed weekend. I'm recording this on August the 12th. And I offer this reflection as I've had some time as the chaplain to the House of Deputies when we met at our general convention in Baltimore. And I've been following along with the Lambeth Conference. And um, as we've all reflected in our post-COVID um, not really post-COVID, I guess we are just living with COVID. So, uh, I've been reflecting on the authority of the church, and I've, I've, I'm going to be offering this wonderful um, insight from uh, one of my favorite writers, Austin Farrer, a, 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 an English vicar, uh, and just a... Um, a brilliant mind and how he reflected on life and theology and God and meaning and so on. But in the context of that, uh, let, me, let me offer on this day uh, Psalm 66 verses 1 through 4. Be joyful in God, all you lands. Sing the glory of God's name, sing the glory of God's praise. Say to God, how awesome are your deeds. Because of your great strength, your enemies cringe before you. All the earth bows down before you, sings to you, sings out your name. Come now and see the works of God. How wonderful God is in God's doing toward all people. Heaven and earth are full of your glory. Hosanna in the highest. I remember reading somewhere once Dorothy Day, co-founder of the Catholic Worker Movement, said, Neither revolutions nor faith can be won without keen suffering. For me, Christ was not to be bought for thirty pieces of silver, but with my heart's blood. We buy, not cheap, in this market. And so, I offer this reflection, uh, and I'm reading and paraphrasing, really, from, uh, from Austin Ferrer as I discern and I think about the authority of the church and these times that we live in. And so he, his context is England, of course. And so um, this is from his book, The End of Man. And so Austin Ferrer, in a way, at least what I'm hearing, the Church of England is not the church. There is only one church. As there is only one Christ. And I've used this next line, I've used them. Um, for myself, to remind myself, the center of the church is neither Rome 
nor Canterbury, it is the heart of heaven. There is a company of, of saints who enjoy the society of Jesus Christ more intimately than his disciples ever did on earth. We, who only know him by faith and touch him in sacraments, are no more than outposts of his sacred Meanwhile, how can I, truly and with a good conscience, abide in the church of God? It's interesting. He says, um, only by remaining in the church of England, his context. But why? Because the people there are visibly more pious or the missionary action visibly the most efficacious the ceremonies, the most dignified or the most congenial? No, it is not for me to admire or embrace or even prefer a sect called Anglicanism. What is it then? There are two overriding considerations. And he says, I dare not disassociate myself from the apostolic ministry and the continuous sacramental life of the church extending unbroken from the first days until now. That is the first point. The second is this. I dare not profess belief in the great papal error. He says, Austin Ferris says, Christ did not found a papacy. No such institution appeared um, for several hundred years. And Austin Ferrer says its infallibilist claim is a blasphemy. And never has it been accepted by the Oriental part of Christendom. Its authority has been employed to establish as dogmas of faith propositions utterly lacking in historical foundation. Again, this is Austin Ferrer speaking, the good reverend Austin Ferrer. Nor is this an old or faded scandal. The papal fact factory has been going full blast in our own time, manufacturing sacred history after the event. He says, I cannot desert the apostolic ministry. And he says for himself, I cannot submit to the papacy. And he says, I was not born a Greek or a Slavic Christian. I was born in this English-speaking world, where God's merciful providence has preserved the form and substance of the Catholic Church, that Catholic word meaning global church, and freed it from papal usurpation. And so that's Austin Ferrer's um, curiosity and his, at least, his thinking and his stance on the authority of the church. And I personally am reflecting too on well, what, what authority does the church have? And for me, the deep call is always, uh, the book of nature tells me what I'm made of, the book of scripture tells me what I'm made for. I find it fascinating that the mandates from Jesus for 
us all, for the church, is to love neighbor, love self, love God. On all these, and all the law and the prophets. So I guess I'm still thinking through um, what for me is the authority of the church. What does it mean for you when you hear that, dear friend, if you're listening to this, the authority of the church? That was the fascinating experience of our general convention. Uh, it is it is almost a representative democratic process where you have each uh, diocese in every province represented um, to give voice and to give vote to the direction the Episcopal Church is taking. The authority lies in all who are baptized of the Episcopal Church. So I'm still continuing to discern the authority of the Church. What does that look like if anything, uh, in this new time, as we move towards 2023, in this changing times, in this uncertain times, let us pray. Loving God, your goodness is all around us, but sometimes it seems overshadowed by pain, death, and suffering. I invite you, Holy God, Assure us in times of doubt that you are the God of resurrection. May our lips sing your praise and may our lives be a living sacrifice to you. Amen. Dear friend, may the peace of the Lord Christ go with you wherever Jesus may send you. May he guide you through the wilderness, protect you through the storm. May he bring you home rejoicing at the wonders he has shown you. May he bring you home rejoicing once again into our doors. Wherever you find yourself in this day, dear friend, may you experience the blessing light of Jesus. Amen. Amen.